the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, praying for your prayer requests, answering questions, however the Lord leads, and we want the Lord to lead. We want the Lord to be in our midst, and we want to be in His presence. So would you help me right now? Would you just pray for this next hour as the Lord guides us, leads us into His presence to seek His power, to seek His will, to seek all that he has in store for this next hour. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, because you are worthy, worthy to receive all honor, all glory, all praise, Father. And you have all power. You are the all-powerful God, El Shaddai, mighty God. And we just acknowledge that right now, and we commit this next hour to your hands. Holy Spirit, take over. I pray a special blessing upon each and every listener tonight, Lord. Lord, that the needs of your people would be met, that the truth of your word would be would, would, would be explained and would be preached and would be taught, not by man's power, but by your Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy Spirit, take over. We pray in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Amen. Amen. Well, again, praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour. We are a live program. We are here in studio, ready to take your calls. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in. You know, we've got somebody uh, waiting on the line right now. Elizabeth, please be patient. We'll get to your call in just a second or two. So again, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Why should you call that that number? Well, if there's something in your life, if there's something in a loved one's life, if there's something going on that you need God to make a change. You know, there's so many changes going on right now uh, around us in our lives. You know, I'm sure you're wearing a mask. Uh, when you go out, I'm sure you're, you're social distancing. Uh, you see the changes all around us. And God has a purpose for all these changes. God has a purpose for, for what's going on right now. He's going to be doing, he is doing something. And we want to seek him for what he's doing. 
But if there's a change that you need to see made in your life, if there's an illness, if there's a sickness, if somebody's suffering from coronavirus, if somebody has cancer, if somebody has diabetes, or whatever sickness, whatever disease, whatever financial problem, God is in the midst. God knows what you're going through. You know, the Bible tells us in Psalm 121, I will lift my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber or sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. That's a promise from the Lord. That's the, that's the word of God. That's something you can depend on. You can look to the mountains, yes. We look up and we know that our help comes from the Lord. So if you need help, if there's something going on in your life right now that you need help, you know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews that we can come to his throne of grace where we find help in time, times of need. If there's a time of need in your life, call in. Let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, whatever is going on, let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. Let's seek his power, his grace, his might, because he has the power to change things in the twinkling of an eye. In the twinkling of an eye, things around you will change when you pray. So call in tonight. If you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, a question about what's going on, a topic, something you want to talk about, something that, that, that's, that's on your heart, that you need to share, that you need to talk about, that you need to ask a question. The Bible tells us my, my people suffer, my, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Well, we can find what we need to know. We can find the assurance. We can find the hope. We can find all that we need in his word. His word is everlasting. His word is forever. His word is unchangeable. His word is complete and without error. Yes, the Bible is our all-sufficient authority for life on this earth. So if you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, something you want to ask, something you want to seek the Lord on, let's search his word for the answer to your question. Again, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. Uh, and our board is starting to light up, so please be patient. We'll get to your calls uh, very soon, very soon. But we got some prayer requests that we want to put before the Lord. Uh, we want to pray for, for Manny Mitchell, who's in the hospital right now. Yeah, he had surgery for cancer, and we want to pray for a complete and total quick recovery for, for Manny Mitchell. We also want to pray for, for Jeremiah. Uh, and his needs and his requests. Mimi has a special request that the Lord knows about. We want to pray for a woman in Houston. Her name is Viva, who is right now on a ventilator, and we want, we're asking the Lord to bring her out of this coma, that the Lord would heal her totally and completely. And I also want to pray for all those 
you know, I've, I've heard this week of people who have uh, lost loved ones due to coronavirus, due to accidents, cancer, sickness, diseases. So we want to pray for, for peace and for, for comfort for all those who have lost loved ones. We also want to pray for, for churches as they, as they open up. And, you know, we were all hoping that by now the churches would be open and people would be back in church. And I'm sure that there are some churches that are having services, but most are not. So we want to pray that the Lord would lead as churches begin to, to open up and have services again. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. Come before you asking and seeking again your grace, your mercy, your strength, your power, especially your healing, Lord. You're healing upon many, Mugodel. We pray for a complete and total healing from cancer. We also pray for Viva, Mugodad, that you would awaken her from this coma, Mugodad, that she would come back to her family, Lord, totally and completely healed through the power of Almighty God. We pray, Lord, for Mimi, for Jeremiah, for their requests, for their needs, for their desires. We pray, Mugodad, your peace, your comfort for those who have lost loved ones. That they would find a special peace, a special comfort as they seek you, Mugodad, as they draw near to you in this time of loss, in this time of mourning. And we pray, Lord, for the houses of God. You know, your word says, and I don't have to remind you, Lord, Psalm 122, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us be glad again when we're able to come into your house, when we're, come, when we're able to gather together as your body. Let us be glad again, Lord, to come into the presence, the mighty presence of an awesome God, to worship and to hear your word and to share the fellowship, Lord, that you desire for us to have. So I pray for those pastors, Lord, who are opening their churches or beginning to open their churches. I pray, Lord, that there would be a time when this coronavirus would be behind us and we would have perfect, complete healing from this disease, from this virus. So, Lord, we just put all of these requests before you, asking and seeking for your will to be done, for your glory to be seen, for your power to be known. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. This is a live program, so this is your opportunity to call in tonight for prayer. This is your opportunity to call in tonight for, for topics, for questions. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. Call in and let's seek the Lord. So let's seek the Lord in prayer. Let's seek the Lord in his word. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know, maybe there's somebody in the hospital. You know, I just prayed for a friend of ours, for our nephew who's in the hospital, many. If you know somebody who's in the hospital suffering from coronavirus or any other disease, we want to pray for them. If there's something going on in your life that you need to change, call in tonight. Again, the number is 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests and for your questions. I want to ask you, are you going to church? You know, the churches, most churches are not open yet. Most pastors are unable to have services yet. But there's a way to go to church. There's a way to be in God's presence, of course, in prayer and in seeking the Lord. But also, you have the opportunity to stream 
to be a part of the streaming churches. Many services, many pastors are streaming their services live on the Internet. So if you go to kkla.com, you'll find a streaming church directory, and they'll tell you all the times and when you can watch live services, live services on your Internet, on your phone, on your uh, iPad. So go to kkla.com and find a streaming service, streaming churches directory, and you'll find what you need. Uh, Pastor Greg Laurie, Pastor Steve Wilburn, uh, David Jeremiah, Charles Stout, they're, they're all there. So go to kkla.com and find a streaming church, a streaming services directory for services on Sunday. And then also during the week, they're, they're, they're also doing uh, services. Also on Instagram, you'll find a lot of pastors preaching and teaching. Uh, Pastor Walter Hofflin will be on uh, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. You just go to the hillschurch.org or just go to the Hills Church Arcadia. And you'll find it, just Google that, the Hills Church Arcadia, and you'll be able to watch Pastor Walter as he preaches, as he shares the word, uh, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. You can watch it on Facebook or on YouTube Live. So those are the churches that are streaming. That's the way you can keep up with service, be in in the Lord's presence, as you are right now. We're in the Lord's presence right now, seeking him for for his power and his strength and for what he can do so watch your services on the internet and call in tonight for prayer the number is 888-995-5552 that's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls if you need prayer if you know somebody needs prayer questions about the bible questions about christianity the cults the occult world religions whatever Call in, 888-995-5552. Let's go to our first caller. Elizabeth's been waiting for a long time, so let's talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we pray for you tonight? I have a prayer request. My uh, two, my twin grandchildren uh, got laid off, one from Knott's Berry Farm and one from a Hot Topic clothes store. And they haven't been able to get uh, unemployment yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would ask that uh, they w- we would pray that they would get a job. I know there's lots of people without one, but the Lord can find one a job for each of them because they have no other source of income. Amen. Elizabeth, what, what are their names? Catherine is the girl and Jimmy is the boy. Okay, well, let's pray for them. They're 19 years old. Oh, Father, we pray for Catherine, and Lord, we pray for Jimmy. Lord, that you would provide a job, that you would provide jobs for them, Lord, that you would provide an income for them, that you would provide for all of their needs according to your riches, according to your glory in Christ Jesus. There are so many needs out there, Lord. So many people are out of work, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the good report today and yesterday about how unemployment isn't as bad as they thought it was going to be, but it's still bad, Lord. There's still so many people, millions of people out of work. And Catherine and Jimmy are part of that group who don't have a job right now. So I pray that you would provide a job for them, that you would provide finances for them, that you would provide, Lord, for all of their needs. Again, according to your riches and your glory in Christ Jesus, provide for all of those who don't have a job, who are looking for work, 
who need to put food on the table, who need to pay bills, Lord. So we just pray according to your will, according to your purpose, in Jesus' name. Bless all those who are unemployed right now. Amen. 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 Thank you. And I told them I was going to call. So Okay. Well, well, God bless you, Elizabeth. Thank you for calling. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. God bless. Good night. And there are, there are truly so many people looking for work, out of work. You know, it's, it's not enough uh, that we've been shut down. The economy has been shut down for these, for these months now, weeks. And then we went through this not only the coronavirus, but now all the protests and all of the riots that have been going on. So that reminds me that we need to pray for peace in our country, for the Lord the Lord would resolve all of this unrest that's going on in our country. So Father, we come before you, Lord, to pray for our country, to pray, Lord, for peace, peace in our streets, peace in our homes, peace in our cities. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would bring a spirit of peace, a spirit of reconciliation, Lord, amongst all people. Father, that you would put an end to this unrest and that there would be peace again. And Lord, that there would be prosperity in our country. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, let's go to our phone lines. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a question, something you want to ask about the Bible, about Christianity, uh, if you have a topic that you want to talk about, call in tonight. It's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines. I'm not sure about this name. I think it's Sanam. Hi, Sanam. Hi, Sanam. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello? Hello. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you Hi. doing? Good. Cannot complain, but I'm sad. I'm hurting when everybody's hurting. I hope I hope God will help us to get involved where all like-minded people are invited to be part of the Dream Project to do his job during this difficult time. I want us to pray to all who are victims of law enforcement members and law enforcement members who are victims of protesters, victims of some protesters' violence, families and friends of George Floyd, and all who died at the result of movement for the change. God, help us all to be a channel of peace. Help us through this difficult time to have leaders who are mindful, especially civil rights activists, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, leaders of all countries, President Trump, leaders of this and that, to be mindful to watch what they're saying, watch their tone. Please, God, help us all to listen to each other, to be calm, help us united, and we can do die work to serve others, be there for one another, be mindful about those who have been hurt for too long, that we, the rest of us, can be understand their pain and their frustration Lord has helped us understand what those who we think hurt us or didn't hurt us are going through. Help us to forgive each other. Please, God, forgive us all. Help us to heal. Help us through this time that each of us are in this world and our country. Help us guide us to our faith and hope 
love, justice, unity, and peace on earth. Can you pray for us, Pastor? Yes, yes, Sanam. Father, I join Sanam right now in her prayer, in her desire to seek, Lord, your justice, your grace, your mercy. We pray first, Lord, for the the family of, of George Floyd, and we pray your comfort and your peace upon them, Lord. Your reconciliation amongst all men, Lord, about amongst all peoples, Lord, that there would that there would be kindness, Lord, that there would be understanding, that there would be sympathy and empathy, Lord, for each for each and every one. Lord, I just pray, Father, for peace and for grace and for mercy. I pray, Lord, that you would have your way, Father. Protect the law enforcement and all those first responders, Lord, the officers, the the police, the firemen, Lord. Uh, the medical workers, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that your grace, your mercy would be upon them, Lord, and that there would be, Lord, a spirit of repentance in this country, Lord, a spirit of repentance and reconciliation, a spirit of tolerance and understanding, Lord, for everyone, Lord, to get along together according to your grace, according to your word, according to your mercy, Lord. Father, that there would be a great revival in this country, Lord, a revival of coming back to Jesus Christ, Lord, this country was founded on your principles and on your word. And I pray, Lord, that there would be a return to that foundation, Lord, that we would return to the foundation, Lord, of Jesus Christ, the foundation of your love and your word. So I pray, Lord, according to your will, that all would be done, Lord, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we have your image? What's that, Sanam? Can we have your email address if you can't give it on the air? Uh, my email address, you can find it at kkla.com. It's sam at sbcglobal.net. Okay, you can you can you can click on to uh, when you go to the to to kkla.com. There's a link there to our program, and you can you can you can email me through that. That's the easiest way to do it. Okay. Thank you very much. Have a great day. God Bye. bless you, Sanam. You too. Good night. And I encourage you all, really, to be in a prayer at a time like this where there's so much unrest, there's so much uncertainty, there's so much fear uh, and tension in the country, in the world, first about coronavirus and now about the protests and the riots and all, all the, everything that's going on. There's so much, so much confusion, but God is not a God of confusion. God is a God of peace and truth and understanding. So stay in prayer, keep in prayer, and use this time. Use this time. We're almost halfway through the program. If you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. If you have a question about the Bible, call in. It's easy. Just dial the number 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to JT. Hi, JT. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, th- hi, Sam. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for calling. You're welcome. Hey, um, yeah, I want to pray for an end to all this chaos. And, and I understand that it was a terrible thing that happened to George Floyd, and nobody should be treated that way. It was just awful that this police officer, Darren Shelvin, should have been there, especially after, what, 18 citations, and his wife is leaving him, splitting and divorcing, because uh, I heard that because of his violence. And so, but still in all... Um, Alveda King was talking tonight. You know who she is, right? Martin yes. Luther King's niece. Yes. And she was just talking about, you know, that the you know, these Hollywood celebrities, Steve Carell and 
you know, and they want to they want to bail out some of these people that are protesting violently. And she says, well, why don't they, instead of doing that, you know, give some money and help rebuild the the businesses of those who whose you know businesses were burnt down? It just seems to me like there's a spirit of rebelliousness that the hippies let loose that has taken charge over people where common sense is lost because I just want to get your opinion. When you look at the young people we've raised up, it just seems like that's something that goes beyond race. It just seems like there's a breakup of the family and there's mentors and role modeling. It just seems like our culture has taught them to, they they don't, they haven't even taught them how to handle their emotions properly. That's Mm -hmm. terrible. I don't see how this society is going to be able to survive yeah. the way it's going. It's just splitting it, just destroying itself like this. It's just terrible. Well, you know, as you're, as you're speaking, I think of the, the book of Judges. And the last verse in the book of Judges tells us that in those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone no. did what was right in his own eyes. And no. I think that's, the, that's what we're suffering from right now. You know, uh, God is not on the throne in the United States. In the secular world, you know, they, you know, when when we threw God out of our schools, when we uh, wouldn't allow uh, prayer in schools, when they passed yeah. Roe v. Wade, when they passed legislation that that recognizes uh, marriage or doesn't recognize marriage between a, a man and a woman anymore, uh, you know, you, you, when you throw away God's principles, God's purposes, God's standards, you know. He has standards and ordinances that he has left in the word. He has told us the way to live. He has given us the, 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 the guidelines in, the, in his word, what is right and what is wrong. He has put these standards in place, these unmovable standards of, of, of right and wrong, what is good and what is evil. And, and when, when, when man rebels, like you're saying, rebels against God's standards and ordinances, you know he's 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 no longer the god of the people he's no you know when when israel rebelled and when israel uh, uh disobeyed god when israel started uh idol worship and and they forgot about god what happened what happened you know he gave them over and it says in in romans the, the first chapter that when man refuses to acknowledge god for who he is he'll give them over to a reprobate mind he'll give them over to what yeah. what they desire that's what we're seeing you know, we're seeing anarchy. We're seeing people doing what, what, what shouldn't be done. And and then you have people like the mayor of Los Angeles kneeling before these people. I've never seen anything like that in these, like the mayor of New York and these stupid comments. We used to have leaders years ago, at least, who had some, mm-hmm. you know, they, they carry themselves with some, you know, some statesmanship. But we're just, these between the political leaders that we have in too many cases and these Hollywood celebrities, mm-hmm. uh, God, I don't recall Hollywood celebrities at one time years ago offering to bail out people that were guilty of violence. I mean, the people in Hollywood that backed to Martin Luther King years ago were, were you know, went with the nonviolence. I mean, this is something is, this is beyond just race. This is like, like you say, this is a complete breakdown mm-hmm. in our culture and I, it just and it just can't. And then adults don't even say to the young people. And this is what Alveda King was mad about. Why are we not teaching our young people some good examples to how to carry themselves? She goes, "This is inexcusable," and I agree with her. You know. Yeah, it is inexcusable. You know, it's nobody's saying nobody's saying. Well, I won't say nobody's saying because you know I have heard uh, people talking in this way that it's wrong. To you know, we, we all we all believe 
in nonviolent peaceful protest. That's fine. That's that's a right. That 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 is a right that all Americans have is to protest. Yeah. Uh, uh, racial intolerance, bigotry, uh, what we see as, as as wrong going on. We can protest that. But there's we were to protest in a peaceful way, like you said. Martin Luther King had the right idea. You know, we were, I was talking to my kids uh, this week how when 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 they were attacked, literally attacked, beaten, and some were killed, they did not they did not react violently. There was no reaction of violence in in at that time through the protesters. The the the, the what was it the uh, the ride, the, the 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 men and women who rode the buses, uh, the men and women who who, who the freedom riders, the freedom riders. Thank you for reminding me. the freedom riders, the those who who sat at the at, at the at the counters where only white people could sit. When they were attacked and spit on and beaten and taken out, literally carried out of those uh, of those establishments, those restaurants, and beaten, some by the police. No one reacted in a violent way. You know, they they conquered or they achieved the civil rights movement peacefully, you know, and protests can be done peacefully. There's no excuse for these riots. There's no excuse for violence. There's no excuse for destruction. They're destroying people's lives that they don't even know who they are, you know. Well, and, and what's bothersome is that, you know, Alveda King has pointed out that we've become a society where people use profanity. You see, you, at one time, you didn't have adults acting like this, and, and it's, it's disturbing to me. And people today don't apologize to people when they hurt them anymore. They, 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 get, they snap and they get defensive. And I just don't, I, you know, I don't put my faith in the world. I put it in Jesus. But I've, I've, this behavior is just inexcusable. And... Uh, and, and uh, we're, these kids are growing up to lead nothing but, but worthless, you know, lives of nothingness. Because, and then they want to kick Jesus out of the thing, and you can't. There's, there's no prayer. How are you going to resolve these things if we can't do what He asked us to do, which is to, to go with His His solution as to how to solve the issues of the human heart? They, everything is a political solution. Yet our political leaders don't have any answers, so we're really lost as a yeah. culture if this is where we're going. Yeah, society today. Uh, will not accept the answer to the, the the answer to the problem, and that is Jesus. Jesus is the answer to all of these situations, all of these circumstances, all of these problems. Right. When we turn to God, you know, and, and He said in His Word, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Chronicle Second Chronicle seven fourteen. You know, if yeah. he, if He allows pestilence and sickness or whatever, if He allows all these things to come upon His people, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. We need a great repentance. You know, I just read a book from John MacArthur on calling the church to to repentance, calling the church to reformation. Uh, There's a great repentance that's needed first in the church, amongst Christians, and then in in, in society. You know, we have to lead in repentance. We have to lead in reformation. We need to turn back. You know, so many Christians have turned away from the Word of God. So many Christians have turned away from His statutes, His ordinances, and trying to rewrite the Bible to say that that, that what's wrong is right. No, we can't do that. You know, we can't do that. We love people. We tolerate everything, all people, all religions, all walks of life, all, every, but we don't have to accept what they say is truth. You know, tolerance does not mean we just embrace everything. 
Tolerance means we allow people to live their lives. We allow people to believe what they want, but we speak the truth in love. We speak the truth from his word. We speak God's truth, his statutes, his ordinances. What he says is right is right, and what he says is wrong is wrong. When he says something is evil, it is evil. I agree with you. I'm not going to keep you because I, I know you got other calls to get to. I just want you to pray for, for that revival. Seriously, Greg Laurie's talked about this. We need a great revival like the Jesus movement years ago. Amen. And, 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 and for the rapture because um, I love life, but I, my, my home is not here like you. You know, I'm in this world, but not of it. But I am just absolutely appalled at this, at this complete you know, just this, this completely anarchist lack of decency. Behavior. It's a lack of decency. It's a and, lack and, and of, of people care. cussing. I got it. Just it infuriates me. And yet they're so arrogant. It's like I'm so right. I'm so right. And people going around telling people, if 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 you do, you know, they bring up Black Lives Matter. But you know, and and I understand where they're why they're upset. But the point is, you don't go around asking people questions, and you want to beat them up if they don't agree with your viewpoint. That you're as bad as people on the other side that you're criticizing. Yeah, you know the people who call, who call Christians intolerant. You know, are you know when they show intolerance, it's it's okay. You know when they when when they call us, you know when they use ad hom- yeah. homonyms towards us, that's that's okay. You know because uh, we're wrong and they're right. Well, who's to say? You know, on what's but who sets the standards today? Who sets the standards? That's what I want yeah. to ask. Oh, Father, we just come before you, Lord, and I pray with my friend JT, Lord, that there would be a great revival in this land, a great revival to your to your word, to your statutes and your ordinances, a coming back to our first love, the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, this country have, has lost its love for you, has lost its respect for your word. And I pray, Lord, that there would be a great revival, a spiritual outpouring of your Holy Spirit, first upon your people, upon your church, upon your body, Lord, that there would be a great revival, Lord, in this land, back to our, uh, 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 an obedience of your word, and then, Lord, that others would see the, the revival and the love and the grace and the mercy that you bestow upon your people, and that they would desire it also, that we would see the truth, and that the truth would set all men free free to live in your grace and your mercy and your power. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. And we pray, Lord, for all those who have lost loved ones. We pray for this family, Lord, of the Floyd family. We pray for the for the law enforcement, Lord, that things would be done according to your will, that which is right and that which is uh, edifying, building up, Lord. Lord, we pray for th- that things would be built up and not destroyed. We pray, Lord, for a rebuilding, a repentance, a reconciliation to this country in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, JT. Thanks for the call. You too. God bless. Thank you. You bet. God bless you as well, Sam. Thank you. Right. Appreciate you. We want to pray for Afnet, who called and uh, asked for prayer, for healing. So, Father, we just bring before you this this person, Afnet, Lord. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but you know who Afnet is, Lord, and you know the healing that this person needs in their life. So, Father, I just pray, Lord, your blessing, your healing for AFNET. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sam. How are you? I'm doing well, Eddie. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I had a question for you. Um, you know, um, a lot of churches aren't open. Right. 
And um, I want to pray for the pastors because, and, you know, they have to feed the sheep. And I, I feel that the devil is putting fear in them, mm-hmm. you know, because I've talked to people and uh, they mentioned, you know, um, my church isn't open. I'm going to go to another church. I've been attending um, Calvary Chapel with Montebello. It's called The Ark. Uh-huh. And um, it's great. You know, I love it. You know, and of course, there's uh, separation, you know, there's distance, um, but the service is good. Um, and uh, I just want to pray for, for the pastors. I, I know a lot of pastors from different churches, and I feel that they're in fear. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there are some that are, that are fearful, but I also uh, believe that some are just uh, hesitant because I, I, I met with my pastor this a uh, couple of weeks ago, well, uh, about 10 days ago. We met, uh-huh. and he showed me the requirements that the state of California is putting on the the churches, and it's just uh, it's close to impossible to to, to really have a service. Uh, I mean, how do you have a service without singing? Uh, the, yeah. you, there's no uh, the attendance. You know, you you can have less than a hundred people, but if your attendance is more than a hundred people. You can only have twenty five percent of your congregation in at any time. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody over. I think it's nobody over sixty. No elderly. No young children. Uh, yeah. it, it's just almost impossible to have a service under these restrictions. Right. But I applaud the, the the pastors who are opening their churches, who are having a, like a phased in kind of service. Uh, and I pray, like you said, we need to pray for the pastors that they, that they would have wisdom, uh, that they wouldn't uh, uh, work out of a spirit of fear, but that out of a sound mind, and that uh, they would use wisdom and that the Lord would lead. So, Father, we just pray for all the pastors, Lord, that these would yeah. be men that you have called to your service to serve your people, Lord, that they would be the true shepherds of the flock, and that they would yeah. use wisdom, yeah. Lord, godly wisdom. Not earthly wisdom, but godly wisdom, led by the Holy Spirit, Lord. As churches begin to open, Lord, I pray that they would open in a newness of, 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 of love and grace and power and strength and truth. I just pray for, for a, a, an awakening to the churches of how important it is to be in church and how important it is to have church and how important it is to, to be in your word and to be in prayer and to be in fellowship. I pray, Lord, that again we would be glad when we're called into the house of the Lord. As David said, Lord, as David said in the Psalms, I was glad when they called me to the house of the Lord. So I pray, Lord, that there would be an excitement, that there would be a revival, that there would be a great awakening in this country for the love of your house, for the love of your word, for the love of prayer and being in in your presence. So I pray again for your men, for the men that are leading your people. But I pray that they would be led by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Sam. Uh, one more question. Have you ever heard of deism? Yes, I, heard, I have heard of deism. Uh, many of our uh, founding fathers were, were deists. Uh, they, believed in, um, uh, they believed in God, but uh, they, didn't, they weren't exactly sure of the details of, of who God was. What, what do you what do you say about deism, or what have you heard about deism? Uh, I heard it. Um, I think a, a caller uh, called Frank Sontag. I think it was this week, and mm-hmm. he had, she had asked about deism. 
you know, and um, they're not a cult, right? Uh, no, deism, deism is, is, is not considered, uh, I don't believe it's considered a cult, but uh, it, it's not, a, you know, it, it can be, uh, you know, you can believe in the Christian God and deism, but like I said, I, I don't believe that uh, that a person who who believes in deism, they believe in a, in a, in a, in an almighty God, they believe, they believe in God, but uh they're not sure, or it's not you know, exact of, of of who that God is. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's. Let me. I just read you. I'll read you this here. Uh, deism is a belief in the existence of a supreme being, specifically of a creator who does not intervene in the universe. The term is used chiefly of an intellectual movement of the 17th and 18th centuries that accepted the existence of a creator on the basis of reason, but rejected belief in a supernatural deity who interacts with humankind. So it's kind of like a, a belief in a god who started everything off and then just took his hands you know, and said, okay, now you guys do your own thing. You, you see what I mean? Okay. So yeah. it's, a belief, it's a belief in a, in a creator, but not in a god who is personally involved with the created. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, the forefathers like Thomas Jefferson and George Washington, they believe all that. Some of them, I'm not sure which ones. Uh, I think uh, Benjamin Franklin was was a deist. I'm not sure, but I know some of the founding yeah. fathers were were deists. Oh, but okay. a lot of them were 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 uh, dedicated Christians, and they they based the foundation of this on, of this country on Christianity, on Christian values, and yeah. what the Bible said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Eddie. Good question. God bless. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Marcus. Hi, Marcus. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hi, Hour. Hi. Hi. Yes. Uh, thank you for taking my call. And uh, very interesting uh, subjects tonight. And I'm uh, calling to get a prayer for myself. Uh, you paid for me last week for my um, my back and mm-hmm. the lumbar and cervical. And um, in my heart, it, my heart's doing pretty good this past week. But and I had a lot of um, cervical and, and lumbar, and mm-hmm. then also for praying for Vicky uh, for sleep, and uh, she she's doing better. But you know, maybe continue praying for her. And then we prayed for my sister uh, Allie that says um, she had to go back in the hospital because there was the stoma where they did mm-hmm. the surgery for the colon cancer was bleeding. So. She had to go back in again this weekend, so I'll pray for her and well, uh, healing on that. Amen. Father, we come before you, Lord, bringing your your loved children before you. We are all your children, Lord, and you loved us. You said that you gave your son on the cross because of your love for us, that you healed us from our sins and transgressions, but you also heal us, Lord, from our physical ailments. And I pray for Marcus, Lord, for his back, for his heart, for everything that is ailing him, Lord. I pray your healing, your grace, your mercy, your power upon him. I pray for Vicky, Lord, Lord, that you'd heal her, Lord, that you'd bless her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Lord, I pray for Allie, Lord, that you would take this cancer away, that you'd cure this situation, Lord, Lord, the, 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 the colon cancer, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal it through the power and the grace 
of a God who loves his children. Lord, I pray that your love would be upon this family, that your grace would be upon this family, that your healing and your power would be manifest, Lord, and that your name would be glorified, that all would know, Lord, it's not by power nor by might. It's not by, 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 by medicine alone or by surgery alone or by doctors alone. It's by the power of Jesus Christ and his healing ability that we receive all that we need according to your purpose, according to your plan for their life. So again, I pray for Marcus, for Vicki and Allie. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you very much for that, Sammy. Uh, and I also want to say, I uh, pray that uh, the Lord looks over you, blesses you and your family and your show to keep it on the air and get all the funding that you need. Well, thank you, Marcus. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank God, you, Pastor. God bless. And as, Mark and as as Marcus mentioned, keeping us on the radio, keeping us here at KKLA, I hope that you'll be praying this week, that you'll be praying for our program, praying that the Lord blesses with the power of God, that he blesses this program and that he reaches his people, that he reaches those who are suffering through this program in prayer and with his word. And also in your prayers, I ask that you would ask the Lord if he, he would have you support us financially. If you can write a check, make a money order for any amount, it would be greatly appreciated. Really, every dollar you send in helps stay us, keep us here at KKLA. So if you can make a check or money order out, whatever you can afford, you know, $10, $100, whatever, you know, $1,000, you know, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, whatever you can afford, I hope that you'd consider that. Consider us uh, worthy of your financial support. You can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can send it to P.O. Box 93763, Pasadena, California, 91109. Again, make your check or money order out uh, to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and it's P.O. Box 93917. I think I gave the wrong, I think I, I gave the wrong one the first time. Again, the, the right P.O. Box it's P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. And the zip code is 91109. So uh, consider that. Pray about it. Make a check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Again, the P.O. Box is 93917, Pasadena, California. And the zip code is 91109. Uh Okay, let's go back to the phone lines, and we've got about 14 minutes left in the program, and we're going to get as many calls in as we can, and let's talk to Brian. Hi, Brian, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Hi, this is David. Oh, oh, okay. Hi, David. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm uh, doing well. Brian, you just keep holding on. I'll get to you right after David's prayer. So what's going on, David? How can we pray for you tonight? Oh, I just need prayer for God's favor. I, I lost my car today because the engine blew up. Uh, I took it to get uh, oil change, and they didn't do a good job. So what happened is they didn't do what they needed to do, and it caused my car to to go down today. I have no car, so I just want to pray that God give me favor over these people, that they'll pay for the damages. Wow. Well, I'm so sorry for what you're going through, David. It was an unnecessary event. Well, Lord, we, yeah, just, no. we just come before you, Lord. We come before your throne of grace. 
seeking your power, seeking your help in time of need. And David is in a time of need right now, Lord. These circumstances came up, Lord, where his car was not taken care of and the engine seized up or or whatever happened, Lord. He doesn't have a car right now. So I pray, Lord, that he would find favor. As As he has found favor in your eyes, that he would find favor with the people who damaged his car and that they would pay for the the replacing the engine, fixing the engine, whatever needs to be done, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would make a way, Lord, even to give him a new car, a different car. I pray, Lord, that whatever is according to your will, whatever is according to your purpose to fulfill your plan for David's life, Lord, be glorified in the result. Be glorified in this circumstance, Lord. Use it. As your word says, that you will cause all things to turn to good. You will cause all things to work together for the good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. So, Lord, I pray that this would be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Uh, thank you, Sammy. God bless you, David. Let's go back to the phone lines. And now we're going to talk to Brian. Hey, Brian, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, hello, Pastor Sam. Hi. Uh, thank you. I just want to start off by thanking you for listening to my prayer request. And uh, I just, I just want to, I just want to pray for my uh, dad. He's been incarcerated for over ten years, and unfortunately, he caught the coronavirus while he was in prison. Oh, I'm so sorry. And because of, and because of that, because of the coronavirus, he now has stage two kidney disease, and you know we're really concerned about my dad, you know, his family, and we just we just want to, mm-hmm. you know, we want to pray for him. If you can pray for him, that way he gets better. And what's his name? Uh, my dad's name is Lorenzo. Okay, let's pray for Lorenzo. Hold on. Oh, Father, we come before you, Lord, and we're asking, Lord, for your grace and your mercy for Lorenzo. We're praying, Lord, for your healing. Lord, that you would heal Lorenzo of this kidney disease, of this coronavirus disease. Lord, I pray, Lord, you're healing upon him, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would minister to him, even though he be incarcerated, Lord, even though he, he he's not free to be with his family, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would free him, Lord, even as he's incarcerated, Lord, that he would find you, that he would find your grace and your love and your comfort, and your joy. Lord, that he would, if he's not saved, that he would become a Christian, that he would become a follower of Christ, that he would know the loving grace of a merciful God who forgives all sins. Lord, I pray, Lord, for his spiritual health. I pray for his physical health. I pray, Lord, that your blessing would be upon him, Lord, and that others would see what you're able to do through Lorenzo, Lord, and that they would seek you also, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Sam. I really appreciate it. Well, God bless you, Lorenzo. Appreciate your call God tonight. God bless you too, Pastor. God bless. Well, we're just about at the end of the program. I just told we had a few minutes left. And I just want to encourage all of you, all of you who are listening, that this is a time that we need to reflect We need to reflect and just meditate on the Lord for what he's doing. You know, God is making changes. You know, if you've been listening to the program, you know that that last week, it really, all all through this time, I've I've had a series 
of, of messages on the coronavirus. You know, uh, are we really getting the message? You know, what are you waiting for? Uh, you know, these things must happen. All these topics have been on the coronavirus. Well, the coronavirus, you know, is here. And one of the callers from last week, who's a, who's a, a security guard at the hospital, wanted us to know how real the coronavirus is. So we really do need to reflect and meditate on the Lord for what is he doing? You know, what changes are being made? You know, we see the changes that are, that are all around us. You know, nothing is the same. You know, if you go to the gro- you know, the simple thing of going to the grocery store, how many of you have waited in lines to get into the grocery store? Where have you ever waited in line to get into a grocery store? Where have you ever needed to wear a mask in public, to wear a mask, you know, to, to, to be around people? Where have you heard to social... Di- well, these are all these words, all of these phrases, social distancing, you know, uh, uh, shelter at home. All of these phrases were unknown to us just a few months ago. So there are changes all, of, all around us. And we're going to change through the coronavirus. We're changing are we allowing God to make a spiritual change? There are physical changes, I should say. Physical changes all around us because of coronavirus, because of, uh, of COVID-19. There are physical changes that we, that we need to make, that we're making, that we're abiding by. You know? But are we allowing God to make the change in, in us? Not just physical changes, but is there a spiritual change? You know? We've all been kept from going to church. And, you know, we were talking about about it earlier. People are getting used to not being in church. And that's a sad fact. That's a sad thing to, to realize that pastors are use, are getting used to not having services. People who go to church on a regular basis are getting used to not being in church. Well, we got, we, we, we've got to stop or I, should, I don't know how to say it, but we need to not be used to be not being in church. This needs to be something that we're looking forward to, to be back in church, to be back amongst God's people. Yeah, we're going to be social distancing for a while longer. Yes, we're going to have to wear masks even at church. Yes, there are things that we're going to have to get used to for a while, but this will not last forever. This will not last forever. There will be a cure. I believe there will be a cure for coronavirus. There'll be a therapy. And this disease will become a thing of the past. But it's something that we need to see can happen and has happened. You know, the Bible is true. And the events of Revelation are going to come to pass. The same way coronavirus came out of nowhere, for a lot of people, the events of Revelation of the tribulation are going to come out of nowhere. So we need to get the message right now. We need to get the message that God's word is true. We need to get the message that, you know, the question is, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for to get right with the Lord? What are we waiting for to get right with each other? What are we waiting for? We see the the, the civil unrest all around us. You know, I... Uh, there's protests all around us. And thankfully, we haven't seen the violence that we saw earlier 
from the protests, the riots have 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 kind of calmed down. I think, especially here in Los Angeles, you know. But we need to seek peace, as God brings peace. We need to see we need to see love, as God brings love. We need to allow tolerance as the true meaning of tolerance. What is the true meaning of tolerance? So I, I want to encourage you to seek the Lord this week. Seek the Lord as he's working through coronavirus, as he's working through the situation, these circumstances, as he's working through getting you a job. You know, if you're unemployed, you know, and you're out looking for work, God has a plan. God has a purpose. God will do it. God is at work, even amongst this pandemic, even amongst this epidemic, even amongst what's going on with with coronavirus, with the protests, with the riots. God is still at work. You know, I said earlier that this country has taken God off the throne. Well, this 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 country has really stopped following God. That's what I mean when I say that this country has taken God off the throne. That this country has stopped following God. God is always on the throne. No one can take him off the throne, literally. God is in control. God is sovereign. He's mighty. He's powerful. He is on the throne. He is at work. But the question is, will you allow him to work in your life? Will you allow him to work in your family, in your house? I pray that you will let him do what he wants to do. Let God be God. And let us follow him according to his word. Because he has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare, to give you hope in a future, and not to do you harm. And when you come to me and pray to me with all your heart, when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, says the Lord. That's a promise you can bank on. That's a promise you can depend on. That's a promise you can trust in. So let's follow the Lord. Let's let's reflect and meditate on Him and who He is and what He wants to do. Amen? Well, I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. I pray the Lord's blessing upon you. I hope you were blessed through the program tonight. And if you need a blessing, we'll be back here next week. We'll be back here to pray. We'll be back here to answer questions if it's the Lord's will. So, Jean Tunchi, make us to God bless you and good night.